The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you're listening to the prophetic voice of our time. You can join us in our live streaming every Sunday at 10.30 in the morning and in the evening at 7 p.m. and also 7 p.m. Wednesday nights. You can subscribe by going to our website, SOGMI.org, or you can find us and subscribe to YouTube while you're at it. We are using every available means to spread the gospel and making disciples. It is good for you to subscribe just in case you don't hear me in this radio station. You can keep up with updates and also we share the prophecies either both in our website, SOGMI.org, or you can find us on YouTube. See, I am not looking for members. I'm looking for those who want to go on with God and get trained. Yes, I will skin you alive once in a while, but if you continue to endure, you will walk in confidence in who you are in Christ Jesus and with great authority. And at the same time, just like what Jesus says in Mark chapter 16, the signs of the believers will follow you. You can cast out demons, you can lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. You speak in other tongues, and all of those wonderful supernatural stuff. That is what and why God called us in the front lines, including myself, including you. Take your post. Our main purpose is to obey the Great Commission, to preach the good news of the gospel, and the second part of that is to train God's people to apply His ways of doing things, how to implement God's ways of doing things, and snatch the people from the fires of hell. This is who we are. This is how important you are. This is why our Lord Jesus came in the first place. He became the way for us to be reconciled to Father God. He is the last Adam who restored the body of Christ back to the Garden of Eden before the fall, wherein mankind has dominion over created things, not dominion over other people. Yes, the body of Christ will end up having the authority and dominion over those that are not part of the body of Christ. Foreigners will tend your vineyard and will become their boss. Right now, we're still living in a fallen world. We need to focus on the task ahead to be the light of the world and to be the light to the world in Christ Jesus and to be salt of the earth. We preserve life. We preserve everything that is godly and good. We continue to preach the gospel of good news, to disciple others, and of course, to live a godly life, a fruitful and overcoming life here on earth. I know I am talking about big things, 
I am talking about supernatural things. I'm talking about impossible things. And here you are. You're just trying to make ends meet. You're just trying to survive another day to keep on tracking. And some are still sick. You just want to feel better. If you and I will change our mindset that we can just go ahead and endure the day as we chug along, we need to change that. Is this why Jesus died for all of us? To live a mediocre life? Just to survive? We're supposed to be overcomers in Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Is this why the Holy Spirit was sent to us? For us to survive another day? I hope not. I hope that is not what you believe. Yes, you and I, we will have weapons formed against us almost every day. There will be challenges every day. And that struggle, our struggles every day, concern our mind and our flesh, not our spirit man. If you and I will focus on the bigger picture... Instead of getting and being stuck on our own desires, aspirations, and struggles, we will be an answer to the dying world as God intends. We have and we are in Christ Jesus, so we are the answer. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God waiting for his enemies to be made a footstool for his feet. We are the answer to the dying world. We are not part, and we should not be part of the problem. It's part of the solution. Now, in the situation where you're at right now, as you change your mindset and you focus that you are set apart by God, and you can heal yourself by believing that you are loved and that Jesus did it, he already healed you 2,000 plus years ago. And yes, there is hope today. And yes, there is breakthroughs. There are blessings for the day. And you can make a difference. You refocus yourself away from the situations, away from your challenges, and focus on who you are in Christ Jesus. Okay? You are special. And you are anointed by the Holy Spirit if you are born again. This is our calling. This is our destiny. Even though sometimes we limped, or some of us limp all the way, we must continue to move forward. So let us start today, all right? Let us make a difference today. I do not remember, to tell you the truth, if I shared with you the time that the Lord sent me to Washington, D.C., two weeks after the election. And then we went back in December and then in January. So that had taken place during the month of November and then December. The Lord sent me there on a special mission. On the last trip in December, I was with Joshua, Erica, and Mike. We drove to Washington, D.C. together. On our way to Washington, D.C., the Lord revealed to me the things that we must do, what to prophesy, how to release the prophecy over our country, and what are the purpose 
and the plan of God concerning United States of America and what is going to manifest within the next several months or few years. And God showed me that this must happen, but the plan of God concerning United States of America and the tenuous situation we are about to go through as a country in which we're going through right now. That's why I need to refocus you. You are being called on duty, so you're not an AWOL anymore. One thing the Lord talked to me about is in Isaiah 126. I will restore thy judges as in the days of old, your counselors as in the beginning. And afterwards, you will be called the si a faithful city, a city of righteousness. So once godly judges are restored in this country, then Washington, D.C. will be called a faithful city again. The Lord chose Washington, D.C. to release this prophecy. And he chose me. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, but I was incognito when we went there. But we videotaped everything so that we have them on record. He chose me to release the, the prophecies in D.C. because there is one thing that will manifest in that prophecy in Isaiah 126. As in the book of Judges, the Lord appointed people, men, to rule the nation of Israel. Some are military men, some are ordinary, like Gideon. Some were given supernatural strength, like Samson. And one, lo and behold, was a woman, a wife of Lapidoth named Deborah. The Deborahs in our days, women judges, are now being placed in the front lines, whether you like it or not, in every sector of society, whether you agree or not. Are you surprised that the two lead attorneys that defended President Trump are women? That is a sign. And this is just the beginning. It is crucial, not just for our country, but for the world, for the women judges to be in the front lines. Why? To counteract and defeat the agenda of many wicked women that are pushing their agenda to the fringe of collapsing this country and destroying family and the marriage between one man and one woman. They just don't fight men. They promote abortion and they try to diminish the role of husbands and fathers in the family and in the household. And they hate the true and godly marriage that is between one man and one woman. And they continue to push their wicked agenda. And of course, many wicked corporations, the bad news networks, and social agenda, arts and entertainment, are pushing this. So God is just so smart. One judge that can judge and have authority over nations and kingdoms are being put in their proper places, starting in this country and then all over the world. But the Debras must be in the front lines, and they will be acknowledged. They will be listened to. They will be followed. Because why? Signs and wonders will follow them. And this is the agenda of God. 
I think the women movement, even many feminists years ago, are against the agenda of the group of men and women in our days. Think about that. And at the same time, this country is ripe for revival. If God's judges will be in the front lines, it means to say that there will be a great move of God. You know, the promise of God. When the enemy of God comes like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against it. After the Lord took me to heaven, which is in May of 1991, I received impartations and instructions. I forgot all about my dreams, but God discussed to me about greater works that He wants me to do. And afterwards, after the Lord took me, in my prayer time one Saturday morning, the Lord showed me a tidal wave that is going to sweep this country. This is in 1991, okay? The Lord is going to sweep me in this country, and it's concerning the feminist movement, but it will turn into more sinister and worse than that. And now it is manifesting. That was in 1991, and it's now manifesting. And I really believe that the sins of men in this country, the wickedness of wicked people, have reached their fullness. So now the Lord can judge. I know I am talking about big things, but this is big. And you know that this is pretty serious because we're seeing it every day. So the Lord told me that this women movement will turn from bad to worse over the course of years. And God the Father told me that he holds the spiritual leaders, especially pastors, accountable on this because they never address it in the church. Instead, they continue to limit God and limit women in the ministry. Now, because of that, God is holding us accountable, the leaders. So what happened to the feminist movement before is just equality. Equal work, equal pay, equality. There is nothing wrong with that. But now it is beyond that. It started from fighting to have equality to the most wicked agenda of our time. So God considered this as a failure of the leaders in the body of Christ over the course of many generations, not to address God's way. But now God is restoring the judges as in the days of old, and some of them are women. He is the one who's calling them out, those who are ready, and they will be endued with vision and power and wisdom from above, and you cannot stop this move of God. It is God's mercy towards this country and towards the world. Let me ask you a question. Are you going to try to stop this move of God because it doesn't fare well with your doctrines? Because you don't understand it? God does not need our opinions, nor he doesn't ask for our approval. He is almighty and he is sovereign. So because of this, there will be lots of new leaderships that will emerge. There will be replacements and displacements of ministers. Those whom God has been speaking to them about this, 
but they were stubborn to listen because they want to push their own agenda and to protect their own interest. So now let us focus on God's agenda. Let's forget about ourselves because God is going to reward us anyway. He is that good. So there will be many men in our days now who will submit to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter whether God's chosen leader is a man or woman, young or old. And this group of people, women, men, young men and women, will emerge and will continue to emerge. And they are powerful. You cannot stop them. They are focused. Glory to God. It's an answer prayer. So God chose me, a woman, a nobody, to release verdict and declaration at the footsteps of the Supreme Court of the United States together with Mike, Joshua, and Erica. And here's one of the verdicts. I want you to listen very carefully. That the body of Christ or the ecclesia convened and they went into deliberation and they issue a verdict in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this verdict cannot be reversed because it is in accordance to the perfect will and plan of our God for our country. The verdict is rendered in favor of the American people, in favor of United States of America, and in favor of President Donald Trump. An instruction was released in the atmosphere, and the angels are now engaged in the spiritual takeover and doing the instruction by the word of the Lord. So this verdict is higher and have authority over the Supreme Court of the United States of America, over the White House, even over the Congress. And there will be repercussions if this instruction and this verdict will not be carried out, if it will get delayed, there will be repercussions. And so the House of Representatives, the Senate, and the Supreme Court, and the White House are enjoined and are under this verdict. And there will be just punishment and repercussions, like I said before. It cannot be reversed. As we all know, the Supreme Court refused to hear some of the legal challenges in the election. And Donald Trump was not inaugurated for a second term. But that verdict and that prophecy in accordance to God, released before the United States of America, cannot be reversed. And we are seeing the repercussions of disobedience and delay of that verdict. Judgment was also released against the news media that are really bad and wicked, against many political leaders on both parties, social media, wicked billion-dollar companies, high-tech companies, arts and entertainment. How come we're not seeing this, you asked? We in the body of Christ must be united and we must focus on what God is doing and carefully follow our instruction and stand in faith. We do not pray for judgment again because that verdict has already been released. We don't need to pray and come against our political leaders and even social media as if God is silent. Before the Supreme Court will get involved, listen to this, 
there will be a series of events that will be uncovered. Some things that will be exposed we never thought possible. Evil things, evil plots, and evidences will be produced or uncovered as a result of the anointing and our obedience. God's anointing will expose and destroy yokes that is in this country, will expose the wicked deeds and plans. Now, the Word of God says God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So we must learn and listen to the plan of God and apply His ways of doing things. We must live by faith. God said that this year is a year of many golden opportunities. It is a year of victories and a year of celebration. We must focus on that. Now, what you can do? Pray and thank God for United States of America. Do what you can. Do not touch any wicked things. And watch your mouth. The plan of God cannot be thwarted, but they can be delayed because of us. So you and I can make a difference for our country, for the world, for the kingdom of our God. Continue to pray for the salvation of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and all the leaders in Congress as well as Supreme Court judges. Do not spread hate, but prophesy the will of God upon their lives. God will be pleased with that. As it is for the past few weeks, we have been seeing a unanimous decision, nine zero decisions in the Supreme Court. Our prayers are getting results. And continue to thank God for frustrating the plans of our wicked leaders that this country will continue to turn around towards righteousness. As a leader, what I can impart to you right now is to take God seriously. Always focus on who He is. He is an almighty, loving, merciful, all-knowing God. Don't take yourself too seriously, but take God seriously. When God calls you, when God gives you a mission or assignment, it is for His glory it is for the benefit of his people, not just for you. So take responsibility and do exactly what he says. Your personal benefits, your blessings, they will manifest anyway as you obey God. Put your trust in him. Take responsibility. Put pressure, good pressure, necessary pressure on yourself so that you can take God seriously. Prepare always for your mission. Do not take things for granted. And look at God's people the way you want to be looked at, the way you want to be honored and valued, because they are brothers and sisters in Christ. As a leader and as a pastor, I never look at the congregation as the sheep. I look at them as priests and kings in the making. They're being prepared to take their post. That's what discipleship is all about. And I expect them, just like Jesus expects you and I, 
to do greater works than he did because we have the Holy Spirit. We must look at people and expect the people that we train and discipled to be better than us, to do greater works than us. And that is the perfect will of God. And I am running out of time. I will continue on this. Please don't focus on yourself. Believe in the name of Jesus. I speak healing in your physical body. I prophesy breakthrough, financial breakthrough. For those that are needing it right now, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy focus in the things of God. I prophesy for God-ordained relationship to manifest and healing of family units. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody says, Amen and Amen. And God bless you for tuning in. Focus on God. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this broadcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023.